When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. <laughs> Hello and welcome to The Villains Right, the podcast where we look at movies and TV shows from the villain's perspective and dare to ask, were they really all that bad? I'm your host, Rebecca Reed, And I'm your host, Craig Faye. And this week we are talking about Night at the Museum. Yeah, a little fun family. Yeah, foot. it's a fun family. But what do you feel? How do you feel about this movie? Um, it's okay. <laughs> yes. It's like, it's like... <laughs> What is it like from 2007 or something like that? Like yeah. it's it's a while back. Some of the stuff feels weird, but I can't put my finger on what the problem with it actually is. You know, like there's like I have some thoughts, but I'm just like, <laughs> and then like a lot of it is, and and to the movie's credit, it's a kids movie. It's meant to entertain kids, and a lot of just like the madcap running around. Mm-hmm. I was just like. I was literally tuning out as we watched it because I was like, it doesn't matter what the monkey does. <laughs> oh, I see. Okay, yeah, you I know. feel you. Yeah, for sure. Well, yeah, like it's fine. It's, yeah. Yeah, it's a, yeah, it's a perfectly fine movie. That's exactly how I would describe it. There's a lot of fun performances in it. There's exactly. some fun scenes. Like, there's some, it's a good kids movie. I would definitely say that. Um, guys, if you haven't seen this movie before, uh, <laughs> we've got uh, Ben Stiller, Larry. We've got Larry. He's kind of a, he's kind of a fuck up. He's kind of a bad dad. Okay, Let, let's be honest he's a bad dad um he jumps from job to job to job he finds out his son doesn't invite him to career day and is kind of crushed even though he doesn't have a career so we'll get to that um he ends up uh getting a job at a museum Uh, he's going to be a security guard at a night museum to kind of impress his son but also be able to still see his son because he's going to get evicted and his ex-wife is like yo this is unstable for a kid don't do this please a very reasonable request. <laughs> she is, of course, hooked up with uh, Paul Rudd, who is a 10-star stepdad. Uh, yep. Love him so much. He's great. Anyway, uh, Ben gets this... Uh, or Sorry, Ben. <laughs> you know my old buddy, Ben. Yeah, ben Stiller. Uh, ben anyway, uh, Larry gets a job at the museum uh, from these three old men that tell him that they want to... They're going to replace all three of them with this one man which is such a weird setup. (laughs) Um, And they give him instructions and they're like, good luck. And the first thing he does is pretty much take a nap. Uh, He kind of just fucks off immediately and everything starts coming to life. And he starts freaking out because he didn't read any of the instructions. Uh, It all goes awry. Shit goes crazy. The monkey steals his keys. Stuff goes nuts. He wants to quit. He's like, I can't do this job. And they were like, well, we gave you the instructions. Read the instructions. You're fine. Um, The instructions get destroyed. He decides not to sleep that day. He's going to stay up and research history to understand how to handle these people. He thinks he's too smart for these guys. Immediately realizes, no, the instructions were there for a reason. Okay. Your knowledge of history isn't going to, you're not going to be the winner of this game. Um, he then, uh, <laughs> then, uh, we realize that these, these old guys are not so good. They're not so good. Uh, they're going to come and steal the tablet that is causing these wax figures and, uh, you know, models and things to come to life. Uh, they're going to steal it because it makes them feel young and gives them pep in their step. They're also getting fired. Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> What, you never take a pen on your way out? Jesus Christ. Anyway, (laughs) so they're going to steal, uh, they're going to go steal this tablet. Um, They, of course, get foiled by all of the wax figures and figure it coming together and Larry rising to the occasion, able to get the tablet back so everyone is able to come back to life every single night. It's also important to note if any of them are outside, they turn to dust. Yes. I think I kind of... And the kid gets invited the to the museum. The kid gets invited to the museum. That's fun. And doesn't really matter. And it doesn't matter. <laughs> anyway, I think that's pretty much, like, that's, that's, yeah, that's, that's a, the movie. It's very straightforward, yeah. There's, the, there's the, other the, things in there, but that's pretty much the movie. The museum <laughs> comes to life, 
and then that's it. Mm-hmm. Then guys try and steal it. Yeah, yes. absolutely. Um, and who do you think the villain is? In well, this? I actually think we have a couple of villains. We do. Um, yeah. And one I actually didn't even mention in the description. Um, so. Uh, the ones I did mention, we've got our, our, our three older security guards, um, yeah, kind of Dick, led by Cecil. Dick Van Dyke, Mickey Rooney, and Bill Cobbs. Hilarious. Yes, Hilarious, right. by the way. Great choices all around, team. Yes. That was very good. I love them <laughs> as like a crew of villains. That's so fucking funny. I love Mickey it. Mickey Rooney okay. yelling at people oh, that he's going to box. Like that he's gonna was killing me. He's like, he kept calling me. Get over here, hopscotch. Would he call? I was like, I want to start calling people hopscotch. That's so fucking butterscotch. All of them. All the scotches. So fucking funny. I love it. Uh, Anyway, so they're definitely villains, obviously. But I would also argue that the the director of the museum is very much a villain as well. Yes, and one that I am here to defend to the (laughs) teeth. I'm actually really going to defend these old guys, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I'll start off with this Dr. McPhee, like the Ricky Gervais character, because like... One thing you need to know about this museum, it's the Natural History Museum in Manhattan. It's the uh, American National History Museum. Um, He doesn't know... Well, first first of all, let me just say, like, the first time we meet him, Mm -hmm. it's like he's played by Ricky Gervais, so it obviously comes across as, like, kind of an asshole. Yeah, I mean... And, like, pompous (laughs) and, like, all the rest. But, like, he's, like, walking out, and you know that he's the villain, a villain or a bad Mm -hmm. guy, because he's yelling at children not to touch the exhibits in the museum. And Which is go, like literally a job. That's like, <laughs> that's number one. Yes, everyone knows that about museums. He's a museum curator. No, he doesn't want people touching the exhibits. Yes, and who are in char- who's in charge of these children? Right? Who's, who's corralling these children? Somebody needs to be handling these kids, man. You can't, I <laughs> at no point would, would look at a man yelling at kids, climbing, on a dinosaur and be yeah. like, well, that guy's clearly wrong. Where's the fun in your heart, sir? We're in a museum. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> they, they you know, the playground. Inter- yeah. <laughs> the famously fun and interactive experience that is a museum. Um, yeah. No, totally on board there. Yep. And then he does not know that things come to life. Of course he doesn't. At this thing. <laughs> so the first night out, Everything goes wrong, but then, like, the wax figure of Teddy Roosevelt, played by um, Robin Williams, R.I.P., uh, helps him out, gets everyone back into their places Uh before the sun rises. Um, But one of the cavemen gets outside. That's the first night, I think, right? Or the second night? Anyway, one of the cavemen get outside. That's all. Yeah, that's on the second second night, night, because that's when he thinks he has everything figured out. (laughs) Right. So, sorry. The first night is um, the cowboy and the uh, Roman guy, uh, Jebediah, Jedediah, and... um, uh, I mean, it doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> they uh, they are, like, fighting each other. They're little miniatures, mm. and they end up in, like, stockades. So, like, he... So, Ricky, the, the doctor comes up, and he's like, did you do this? Were you fucking with the little dioramas? So, he thinks, like, anything that changes in the museum is a direct result of the only man who's in the museum yeah. at night. You were playing with dolls. With <laughs> yes, you were playing around. The second night, when he thinks he's got it all together, there's a fire in the uh, uh, caveman thing, so he sprays that down with like foam, so it's covered in foam, mm-hmm. and there's a caveman missing because they got out and got burnt up by the sunlight. Yep. Okay. Fire that man. Yeah. If you don't know that stuff's coming, because I, I, I want to make a point here between there's different ways you can fuck up at your job. Mm-hmm. Okay. There's, you were supposed to sweep the floor last night and it didn't get done. That's one type of fuck up. That's a, that's a fuck up of uh, not doing something that you were supposed to do. Mm-hmm. And then there's the fuck up of doing things that you're not supposed <laughs> active, to do. Yes, yes. active destruction. Like, yes. Versus like passive, like. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> like, it's, a, it's an active fuck up. That's yeah, an excellent yeah, yeah. way to put it. And and removing an entire mannequin from a museum display and having it go missing, spraying down displays with mm-hmm. firefighting foam is an active fuck up. Like all you had to do was nothing and you failed at that. <laughs> Absolutely. Like he's a terrible security guard. He is a ter- there I am going to make the argument that they're all terrible security guards, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> he is a terrible security guard for sure. Yeah. 
especially given what he knows. I'm, I'm going to even say, even if he didn't know, you, you know what I mean? Like, even if he, even if Larry knew what he was coming into, he was still bad at his job. <laughs> <laughs> Like, you think even if he knew, even if he knew, he'd still be Because bad here's at it. the thing is that, okay, so they make this argument, and we talk about this a lot on the podcast of like, you, the person has to be given all the information, okay? Right. If they're doing something, they have to be given all the information that's super important. This is literally what these guys do. They give him a manual of all the information. Yeah, that's they true. They give him front to back. Everything this guy needs to do. Now, probably confusing if you don't know what's about to happen, but Cecil makes a actually really great point in this movie. He goes, you wouldn't have believed us if we told you. There's no way that you would believe us. Yes. So we gave you the manual, okay? And what does this guy do? First night on the job. You can clearly see why he's never held down a job, okay? He doesn't even glance at this motherfucker. You read that first line, you got to be intrigued, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you throw the bone? Oh, no, okay, like, ah. Uh, uh, what does this mean? Now Now I'm reading the whole thing, okay? I would have read that so fucking fast, okay? First night on the job, you have nothing to do. My first thought isn't I should take a nap. No, first, first night out? First night out, like, my first day, I'm always super, like, okay, we gotta be polished, baby. Like, even if I didn't think I was being watched, I'd probably be walking around the museum, making sure, like, there's no noises, like, I'm patrolling, whatever. I am, at the absolute minimum, reading all of those instructions. I gotta say this. Now, mind you, okay. (laughs) I might have, I know this sounds fucking weird, but, um... When I was in grade school, they did one of these, te- they, they did like a, like it was like a quick test or whatever. And they were like, okay, the first line of the instruction, cause it's like just a list of instructions of all the stuff you have to do. Right. And they were like, we're going to time you see how fast you can get everything done. Right. Oh yes. You remember this test. We've yeah. all done this test, yeah, right? Which similar. is, yes, yes, yes. You know exactly where I'm leading, which is the first instruction is read all the instructions. And the last instruction is. Sign your name, you're done. <laughs> so there were some people that were done in literally like minutes, like like a minute they were done. And right. you're sitting there and you're freaking out. You're like, I'm only on stage like six, right? Because you're trying to be speedy. You're like, well, I'm eventually going to read all the instructions. That first instruction yeah, I yeah, can yeah, ignore. Yeah, 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 no, no, no. The lesson here is follow the instructions. Read the instructions. Yes. This one says the first instruction is read all the instructions. That's what you're supposed to do, right? Now, ever since that day, okay, because I used to be like, I was a little fucking smart, you know, asshole, right? Like, I was like, I get straight A's, all this shit, right? So that, not winning that, not understanding that rocked me to my core. I was like, (laughs) oh, I got thwarted by a piece of paper, dude. So to this day, I'm like, a piece of paper is never going to fuck with me again, dude. I I read read all of it (laughs) every time. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So I will give you that they gave him instructions. They gave him instructions, instructions, which is important. (laughs) But I would also say that for, I think, only the second time in this podcast history, Mm. I'm going to say onboarding was a villain of this Shazam was not onboarded correctly. <laughs> and this guy was not onboarded correctly. Because t- t- give me the instructions all you want. Yeah. Hand me the manual. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sorry. Every place I've ever worked has had a manual. I have not read it. Because they're fucking bullshit most of the time. These are super helpful. Don't get me wrong. But <laughs> in what world do you just hire a new night watchman for the museum And nobody even goes over the regular night watchman stuff. This is where you clock in. This is the security code. This is. Oh, I think we just skipped that scene. It was boring. No, but like, (laughs) I think you need to do a night with the old guard. You know what I mean? No, but they can't. They show you around and they go. No, 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 no. They can't do that. They need him ill prepared. They're coming and, and to that's, thieve. Th- that's okay. true. That's that's where they get the. They're coming to thieve. Okay. They want him to fail. Therefore. They set him up for failure. But I'm just saying, like, like even the, the, the director of the museum, I don't know why you wouldn't have, like, overlap of a week. There's been no job where I haven't had to been shown, like, where do you keep the broom? Like, what do you do at this time of night? Like, where you know? I suppose, but I'm still team elderly. Because <laughs> these men are being fired for being old. Yes. 
And we know that. That's just facts, okay? These men are getting out of here because they're too old. Now, arguably, I would say they're probably not that great at their job. There are three men hanging out in an office. (laughs) (laughs) Like, they're probably really not doing a lot. Um, But I would also say you probably don't need them to do a lot. I kind of feel like the security guard at a museum is just a policeman dialer. I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know how much they're doing. Well, maybe maybe they're doing a lot. I have no idea. I mean, like, there's lots of valuable stuff in a museum, for sure. No, 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 I understand that, but you're yeah. kind of just like, you're the watchman, you're a watchdog. True, true. Yeah, you're not taking this guy out. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know if these guys are, like, trained to take people out and I shit. I don't know. I don't I think doubt, so. I doubt I th- it. <laughs> I think they patrol the halls at night. Yeah. It's also ridiculous to think that this museum does not have security cameras in it anywhere. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, there's, there's a few things that really throw a wrench in the works of the, uh, the mechanics of all this. But, yeah, I'm also going to say that, like, if... You, the metaphor, the metaphor here is that like the the tablet of Achman Ra. So they're like they brought it in from Egypt, and like it basically that's the thing that's bringing everybody to life. But they're like that makes us feel youthful and energetic, and like makes us healthy. Mm-hmm. And I think is very strongly suggested to be extending their lives. Yes, um, that's kind of like you lose your job and you lose your medical coverage and oh, like you yeah. die and you're like, that's fucking evil as shit. It is. That's, yeah, steal that. Yeah. We also, I, now not that, okay. <laughs> not that I'm promoting stealing from museums, but I'm also like, everything in a museum was stolen. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, yeah. I'm like, that's it. Like, not really. And to make the argument that these are, three human beings versus a wax figure of yeah like uh inanimate objects that become animated like they even say they're like i'm not actually really this person yeah which is also did you did you get really confused by that yeah i mean (laughs) because i I kept sitting there going but then how like, would your, you, then would you have like a child's knowledge of yourself then? Because that's probably the only stuff you're hearing about yourself. <laughs> yeah. I it's mean, like I a mean, tour guide's uh, well, yeah. like three sentences on you. Because it's like, I find it so confusing that they're like, okay, we're not these things or these people really, but they somehow magically have all of the properties the properties and like back knowledge they're like they're they're like oh you're gonna interview this woman for your paper but it's like how would she know more than what you would be know. written down right I, anyway it doesn't matter it's kids movie it's hand waved away yeah <laughs> i just have but to keep going don't think about it don't think about it don't think about it <laughs> well and i would say if there's if there is anywhere that has information about you as a wax figure, it's probably a museum. Like, I think well, there's yeah, more than just... but it's like a paragraph. Like, I don't yeah. know. I feel like it's a paragraph, though. There's a little plate in front of you, and you go, all right, well, yeah, okay. I'm just going to infer some things here. I'm going to extend my... <laughs> yeah, you're right. It's it's stra- That is strange, because, like, they're all motivated by what they would be motivated by if they were the real people, right? Like, it's... Yeah, and they have, knowl- like, they have, like, specific knowledge. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. How do- where does this knowledge come from? Yeah, it's like, where does what this is stuff the- end? I don't know. <laughs> we're getting all, like, what is the nature of knowledge? Can anybody, <laughs> can anybody actually know yeah. anything? Oh my god! Oh, <laughs> no, this is a kids movie. I think is what that's called. Turn that part of your brain off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Turn that doesn't part of matter. your brain off. It doesn't it's matter. Robin Williams's uh, Teddy Roosevelt. Yeah. It's fun to see. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, that does bring up. Okay, so that does bring up a couple things about this. That just it feels a little weird and slightly insensitive oh yeah buddy yeah <laughs> there's a lot of parts of this movie where i'm like i feel like i shouldn't be okay with this like <laughs> yeah i are like what i don't know like one is like there is a very recurring joke in this movie where the joke is just that like foreign languages sound funny yeah yeah <laughs> where it's like he's meeting attila the hun and like yeah. the caveman the caveman whatever like mm. you know you ugu booga at a caveman yeah. i don't care but like they're just like yelling gibberish at uh-huh. a guy speaking presumably Mongolian. Yeah. Um, that seemed weird to me. That seemed really weird. I'm also going to make the point that um, just for, the only point I had on those men was uh, I, too, believe that bad magicians should be ripped limb from us. 
I too believe that. I, I, I have solidarity on that. Uh, bad magicians should be pulled out a little bit. Yeah, you know you're what I mean? To, you're trying to fucking pull one over on me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not figure. saying full death. I'm just saying like a little stretch. <laughs> just to remind them to try a little harder. Yeah. Um, the other thing I did find really quite disturbing, and it's like off-putting, I would say. Yeah is the fact that Teddy Roosevelt is, like, kind of attracted to Sacagawea from afar. And, like, it just, like, there's, there's like, a cultural thing in there that's very insensitive. You know what I mean? Like No, we got some real, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like very uh, colonialism. Let's put it that way. Yeah, no, there were parts of that where I was like, oh, man, love you, Robin. I don't know about this. <laughs> I don't know about this, yeah. But then, like, then at the same time, you're like, but they're not, those, those yeah, characters. it's like very weird. There's and a lot of layers like, happening. Yeah, so it's you're like just like I'm, wax figures that like each other. Yeah, I guess. and I'm fine <laughs> with wax figures who like each other, yeah. but it's also just like, hey, let's, uh, yeah. Sacagawea is a, a weird inclusion in this movie, and I'm not sure she's done with uh, a lot of uh, sympathy. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, yeah, that, yeah, that yeah. was a weird vibe for sure. Yeah, there yeah, was yeah. a vibe there. I don't know if I cared for it. I, Cultural I, sensitivity. Yeah, yeah, I, I totally agree with you. Absolutely. Um, yeah, Romans and cowboys can fight all they want. I yeah, love that shit. <laughs> yes, you know what I mean? <laughs> when they started to combine a lot of things where it's like, okay, like these... These aren't like, I don't know, these are historical things that wouldn't match up in that sense. Yeah, this yeah, is yeah. good. Yeah. You're in the land of miniatures or whatever. Great. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like the fucking um, Easter Island, you know, uh, just like she chopping on. Bubble gum. Yeah, yeah. Stuff like that right. where you're like, okay, that's cute. <laughs> and like, who's, who's mad about that? Nobody's yeah. mad about that. But you're also like, that shouldn't be there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, like all those animals I'm fine with because I'm Teddy Roosevelt for sure shot all those animals. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's not even a joke. He actually did. I'm absolutely, um, <laughs> I'm also like super team Dexter for sure. You're in a prison. Steal the keys. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Absolutely steal yeah. the keys. Fuck with that guy. What, like, What living hell is that monkey living oh, in where he God, goes, I was, yeah. I was shot and killed by a president of the United States. Uh, <laughs> stuffed, put in a museum, and then all of a sudden I wake up in, I think they said the 1950s when the uh, the tablet mm. arrived, and he goes, suddenly I'm alive again, which has got to be, like, strange. You're in a strange place that isn't real. Mm-hmm. You're kind of like a reanimated dead monkey that exists for 50 years at a time. Yeah. At what point do you not fuck with people? You That's have all to. I'd be doing. You'd have to. When they're like, like, I swear to God, if this has been happening for that long, how do you not qualify that as like a living hell? Yes. Hey, you know what I mean? You wake up, especially like, uh, um, when you look at like our, uh, like some of these, some of these people, like they can't get out of their glass. They're yes. stuck in this room, this hell, whatever. I wake up every night. I'm in the exact same position. I listen to these two men have the same conversation. I can't talk to anybody new. Some of you are allowed to run around. Some of you aren't for some reason. Yeah. The There's dinosaur gets to run around. Yeah. But like, I got to stay in a glass case forever. Yep. Yeah. All this kind of stuff. So fucking weird. You wake up every night living, fu- in my opinion, living hell. All yeah. I would be doing, quite frankly, is trying to kill whatever's keeping me here. <laughs> yeah. Get <laughs> rid of that tablet. Yeah, yeah. If you want me, my real opinion, all I would be doing, like when the, when um, Larry's getting chased down, I'm like, yeah, absolutely. I'd be chasing down this guy so fucking fast. Okay? Yeah. We're getting shit done. We got to change up this rotation, which brings me to my point of why I actually don't think these three men are that bad. Okay. These three old men, all they're doing is saving these things from having to come to life every night. It is pretty. They're stopping the cycle. Yeah. They don't want it for money. They're not supposed to be alive. They're not supposed to be alive. Okay. Like they don't want the tablet to sell it. Okay. They don't want to put it on the black market or whatever. They're like, now the reason they give is kind of like, like we like the nightlife or whatever. Like they don't want to give up uh, their old and like who, true. Who cares? Yeah, who I don't care. The yeah. reason? I don't care that you like true. the nightlife. All you're doing is stopping these things from coming to life every night. And honestly, if I was one of those things, much appreciated. Yeah. And you much know, appreciated. You know who actually has it the fucking worst? Akman Ra. The mummy. Oh, yeah. Who is up until the climax mm-hmm. of the movie stuck in his sarcophagus. Yes. 
like pounding on it mm-hmm. every night and everyone goes like, ah, don't go in there. And then they find out that he knows how to work the tablet. Like, <laughs> yeah. like he's, by the way, uh, the fact that it's Rami Malek. Like, <laughs> I was screaming. I was screaming. I was just like, oh man, you, 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 you blew up since then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You've had a real blow up. You've yeah, had yeah, a, yeah. you've had a real moment. Yeah. 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 It's like, this is, uh, you're, you're better than this. You is, uh, would have been it, introduced so much earlier in this film. Exactly. Had they have known. <laughs> Yeah, I forgot he was in this movie. So crazy. Yeah. Um, it just we, like shows up. You're like, what? You're a third act character introduction, Rami Malek? Yeah. So the, like these three guys are like, okay, we're getting canned because we're old. We actually have to hire our replacement, which is which cruel is and a unusual punishment. Kick in the teeth. Yeah. Yeah, 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 that's cruel and unusual. Can you punishment. train the person who's going to replace you because they don't know what's up? Oh, no, not a chance. Not, not a, chance. a fucking chance, dude. I fucking, yeah. So then they're like, okay, we're going to take something on the way out. <laughs> I mean, they were collecting some other shit too. I yeah, think Yeah, they were. To sell, but <laughs> well, no, because they use it to frame. Oh, that's uh, right. Uh, uh, ben Stiller, which <laughs> actually, is actually like is, a brilliant plot. <laughs> it is a brilliant plot. I forgot they, they were planning to set him up. That is kind of bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's kind of bad, but also like he's a fuck up. You know but what I, I am, mean? I am pro them stealing this. <laughs> yes. I am pro them stealing this tablet. Extend so things don't come up uh, to life anymore. You can stop this cycle. Extend your life. Have a happy whatever. I get it. Yeah. I, I'm not. I Plus like I just... <gasps> listening to Mickey or just be like <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna fucking lay it down off scotch and then realize later in the movie that he actually can is so fucking oh, yeah. that's a great reveal I love that when uh, Dick Van Dyke does like a roundhouse <laughs> kick <laughs> I'm fucking screaming yeah, dude I love that you're great I do want to just quickly what do you think the rules of this tablet are so it's sort of like the things in the museum come to life but like not ever like like the Easter Island statue is stone, right? Yeah. Um, but it's obviously been imbued with some sort of meaning, as opposed to like say the marble floor, mm-hmm. which is also stone but doesn't come to life. I think it's like if you have a face. <laughs> okay. If you have a face, because like yes, it's stone, but it's a face. It's a face. So the Tyrannosaurus Rex comes to life because it's got a face. Face. Okay. The little miniatures come to life because they face. got a face. Uh, and it, yeah, your face thing works. I think it's a face thing. Yeah. yeah. Like, I think if it has a face. So what you're, li- s- <laughs> you're saying is there is some, uh, uh, smiley face graffiti in the bathroom <laughs> yeah. that is coming to life. Just talking the whole time. Yeah. Like, hey guys, for a good time, call Sally. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's great. <laughs> so. But okay, by that extension, then if you take this out of the museum and like you just you have it in your house, let's say. Okay, yeah. Does like do your paintings come alive at night? Like do like like your Barbie doll is gonna come to life and think that it's Barbie? So it's like Toy Story. Yeah. That's right. We might not be thinking about the implications of what happens after you take this outside. Like if you take it outside, is now the outside the room? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how is it? How is it contained? Like what contains it? What? What limits it to the extent of the? Uh, it might museum. actually be like a proximity thing. Like it has to be close to Achman Ra, maybe. Like maybe oh, it doesn't yeah. work as well when it's outside, and they just don't know that. Yeah, like it's actually they don't not understand you leave the, the building. It's yeah. like a, a sphere kind of thing. Of uh-huh, like, like a dome. Yeah, yeah. It's like if you get too far away, then you can't like reset. I don't know. Well, oh, presumably yeah. it was designed to work in his tomb. Right. So maybe it's like a four wall or you know what I mean? It's got to have all the walls and yeah, a yeah, roof yeah, and yeah. a floor or yeah. something. <laughs> it just knows. It just it, knows. It knows. It knows. <laughs> <laughs> Stop thinking about it so much. The museum comes to life. Yes. Uh, yeah. I mean, and going back to just how absolutely shitty Larry is at his job. Oh, Larry's garbage. <laughs> so, so that second night, a lot of shit goes wrong. He gets fired. Rightfully so. Goes back, like chases him down and goes like, just give me one shot. I think I figured it out. That's the point where I was just like, there's nothing to figure out from from uh, Dr. McPhee's perspective. Like, I think, what did you figure out? How not to touch things at night? 
Yeah, it's like we were talking about earlier, that like active. Yeah. Person, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, I, I think I'm figuring out. How, it's like I ran out of time and didn't have time to, to, to mop. You go, you're fired. Okay, no, no, listen. I think I figured it out. I figured out how to assign my, like, do my yeah. time so I can mop at night, please. You go, okay. You don't figure out how to not fuck with shit. So, like, the idea that he gets his job back is insane to begin with. But then that night, he's like, I, I know what to do. My job depends on it. He's given the specific instruction of if there's one thing out of place, you're done. And he immediately goes and goes, hey, kid, my kid, <laughs> come to my work tonight and hang out in a museum all night. By the way, this is a fucking minor. This is a kid who's got school in the morning. I'm so glad and you brought this you up. you are keeping him up all night. Granted, a museum... Fine. Like, you know, it's not a monster truck rally. There's some educational value there. Um, but just like he and and the the we haven't even mentioned the the love interest. Oh, yeah. Rebecca. Rebecca? Who is like <laughs> nobody. Oh, it does, has no consequence on the store. It's just like, well, we need to know that this guy has sex coming at some point. <laughs> yeah, that's what I've always wanted to know. It, she seemed so like that's such an afterthought. Yes. Like she has no, like there's no, um, di- she's not a dynamic character. She's not really interesting. You just kind of know, like she goes to school, she studies, she's writing a paper. That's pretty much it. That's it. And she wears low cut shirts. Yeah. Exactly. And then doesn't do anything. things around and is fine with. Like uh, if she Larry was like helping him out, you, you know what I mean? If there was like a lot more. With like research or something. Yeah. Or like help, yeah. No, she, she had a skill set that was never used. It was very strange. Yes, she's yes. very strange. She dropped in. Um, anyway, what so was but I he say? invites oh. her too. He invites her too. Yes, and she well, which she's is crazy. fine because it's like okay, she works there. Okay, like if if she just was like, oh, I just wanted to stay overnight. Like that's actually not. I feel like less fair, of a problem. Fair enough. I cannot believe, and I'm so glad you brought this up because I completely forgot to mention it. But like, I cannot believe this man. On the one night, he's not supposed to fuck up. He's like, give it a week, man. This kid will be ready to go next week, too. Like, it's not a big deal. Get a couple of days under your belt before you start inviting guests. And, like, to your credit, you're right. Like, I mean, there's him staying overnight. Like, that would be fun. I don't really care that this kid's going to stay up all night. Like, that's a memory you'll keep forever. Okay, it's amusing. Yeah, yeah, some of these things need to be exceptions. But not on the only night you need to fuck up, and you know you're not allowed to do this because you tell him to hide in the office for everyone to leave Uh. and then bring him out. What the fuck are you teaching this kid? This is crazy across the board. This is not good. You are... I'm sorry. He's such a bad dad. He (laughs) is such a bad fucking dad. Okay, and we're going to get to... Do you mind if I jump to... uh, Yeah, go for it. uh, Stepdad versus dad, because my God, is this stepdad kicking his fucking ass. Don, that's his name. Paul Rudd, who endlessly effortlessly charming Paul Rudd. Yeah. They even try and make him a bit of a geek here and it just doesn't work. Yeah. It just doesn't work. You, you got just that huge like, Bluetooth yeah, thing. Yeah, I don't you're care. Like, you're kind of rocking it, yeah, Paul Rudd. Yeah, Paul Rudd, you're fucking crushing it across the board at all times, right? I think we can agree with that. Yes. Fuck yeah, Paul Rudd's incredible. He wears too many things on his belt. Ooh. Okay. He's got a job, bud. Yes, okay, so he's got a full-time, he's got a full-time job. He was the one that, okay, he was the one that was invited to career day. Okay. Mm-hmm. And that crushes Larry. Larry's like, why wasn't I invited? Well, Larry, you got to have a job. <laughs> That's they're like, yeah. what are you, are you going to just talk about unemployment to these kids? Like, what the fuck are you talking about? You're upset. You weren't invited to career day. That's a you thing. That's that on you. That's not about your kid. That's on you, sir. Okay. Absolutely. If I, had a child okay if i had a child and i was unemployed and i was and this kid was like this kid had 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 the knowledge to go i'm not going to invite my parent because she doesn't have a job i'd be like that's the best thank you so much for understanding my situation (laughs) okay i what a relief to not have to go through muscle through that embarrassment. Oh yeah. Okay, like incredible work, kid. Okay, and then later he kind of is like this kid's like, oh, I want to be like a bonds trader, which is I get I do agree with Larry crazy for a kid to absolutely. say. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, he, <laughs> he's like you absolutely should absolutely needs inter- intervention at that yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. He's you? like you should hold on to this like hockey dream longer, all this kind of stuff. Fair enough. 
Okay. Bond trader is such a depressing tra- yes. thing for a kid to want to be. Oh my god! If I, you are a bond trader, fine. Yes. But it's just like that's not a you, that's not a kid's dream. Okay, <laughs> it's not fair. Okay, it's like a. It's like all the basic ones that they make dolls. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like firefighter, astronaut. You know what I mean? Like there's things that make sense here. Hockey player is definitely one of them. Sure. For sure. Like these these big aspirational jobs of like, oh my God, I'll reach for the stars when you're a kid. And then, you know, life kicks the shit out of you. And you, you find it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You find a happy medium, <laughs> hopefully. Uh, bond trader, chilling to come chilling. out of, chilling to come out of a child's mouth. But to say that this kid actually ha- likes this guy so much that he's like, oh, I would love to do this job too. This guy's sick. Okay. Yep. That is a five-star review for his stepdad. 100%. Yeah. Okay. Then what does this guy do? He, first of all, so pleasant with Larry. Okay. Don is so pleasant with Larry. Like yep. the entire time, just like, yeah, buddy. Like we, you know, we're all sharing custody. We're doing things. Like he literally brings him by his work. Yeah, like, aren't like, you so proud wanted, of your dad? This guy, uh, the, your son wanted to see you. I'm walking him to school, and he wanted to see just you. Just want to pop by. Isn't that the best? Yeah, that's fucking. You're a sick dad. You're awesome. <laughs> okay, that guy was yeah across the board just an incredible father figure. And this guy's like, and Larry's all like, oh, I've got to fight for my son's affection. My son has to like me more. And it's like, well, stop being such a putz, Larry. And stop being craving it so much. Oh, it's sad, yeah. you know oh, what I mean? You want it too bad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're be, you're fucking up bad when you want it that bad. You know? Like you're like, why doesn't my son respect me? Because he's six. Yeah. Because <laughs> he's six years old and he's gonna feel different tomorrow. Yeah, <laughs> okay. exactly. Just get over it. Um, and to get to the end, just I, I just want to yeah. jump to the end really quick because there's one other moment where I'm like, oh Larry, you're such a bad dad. You should not let your son ride a T-Rex. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No, there's no part of that where I'm like, okay, if you let this kid like hang out and everybody's chill now and it's like fine or whatever, yeah. maybe. But you're not riding the T-Rex, buddy. I'm sorry. And it's all- that drops too far. <laughs> yes. Yeah, you can hurt yourself falling. You can die falling off a horse. Imagine yeah. like, <laughs> imagine falling off the top of a, just a bony T-Rex, mm. by the way. No muscles. No, or no, no, anything yeah. to like oh, really hold ass on is to. Ripped, oh. son. Oh, getting off of a T, a bony T Rex. Oh, oh man, no, no, no. No, I'm riding that thing for five minutes, and then that was fun. That's I mean, good. I'm not gonna say I'm. I I wouldn't ride the oh, T Rex in this situation. Yes, 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 yes. But like, uh, you know, it's a one well and done situation. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm not letting my fucking child. And then when he's like, "Well, it's gonna be time to go to bed soon." No, it's not. And it's like, ha, 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 now we're best friends. Why? Because you let your son do irresponsible shit? Yeah. He's like, honestly, this is like really to me, it's like that metaphor like that. um, Do you remember like the cool dad or the cool mom growing up? Sure. Where you're like, oh, that mom's so cool or that dad's so cool. They let me do whatever I want. Yeah, and then you become an adult and you're like, oh my God, there were problems at home. Like, oh shit, son, you shouldn't let me do any of that stuff. And like, that was actually like a problem. Those were all, there's a reason why parents go, no, don't do that. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I can stay up till 2 a.m. and drink as much soda as I want and my mom doesn't care. Yeah. You're like, cool. You're like, oh, no. it's like that like parent that like, and I always think of Mean Girls, but I knew so many parents that were exactly like that of like oh i'd rather you drink in the house and it's like ah yeah <laughs> like I, mean, I get that but I, I, get that. I get that better if it's like i'm your daughter and i also have permission from your parents we're all fine this is a very supervised situation oh see i mm, i kind of agree with that Ooh, because okay. no because i think it, what i think what that is is that's an acknowledgement that you are going to go drink mm. Um, and I rather that you do it in the house yep. where you can be supervised rather than out somewhere dangerous okay. or having to go places. Gonna- so <laughs> if, if, if you're going to do it, mm-hmm. do it here, I think is a, uh, very healthy way to do well, it. Well, I'm going to add an asterisk to this because okay. I need to let you know that any parent that has ever told me that left immediately. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> They're yeah. not people that are like and i'm gonna sit here and watch this happen yeah no 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 they're like i'd rather you do it in the house anyway i'm gonna go meet my buddy ben down the road <laughs> for a drink yeah, yeah. <laughs> if anything catches fire you have my cell phone number and it's yeah, out yeah, okay yeah. like it is just pure destruction from that yeah. moment because the parent that's gonna let you drink also wants you to be unsupervised 
<laughs> I guess. I'm thinking more like everyone gets home safe. No one's drinking oh, and driving. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like no, There's, there's a bunch of like, risky behavior that's associated with... We're having a beer with... all collectively by the pool or something. That's a different vibe for sure, but that's never the vibe. No, <laughs> not when you're in high school. yeah. No, no, no. We're all going to get shit canned because none of us know our limits and none of us think we can die. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> We're all going to down a six pack of Mike's Hard Lemonade. Oh, or Sourpuss. Uh, oh. Ah, screaming. Scre- I don't know how we got off on this tangent. I'm so sorry. The, I didn't think the, the word Sourpuss was going to come out of my mouth today. But here we, here are. we are. Children's movies. Sourpuss. Anyway, uh, to say he's a bad fucking bad dad. dad. Bad and the dad. fact that he thinks like all of his inventions are shit. And the fact that he's like, well, I'm not, I, I meant for more. And it's like, no, like the fact that these have been described as schemes is actually yeah. pretty accurate. Yeah. Oh, and the, oh my God. If, if a kid ever told you, what if you're not fantastic? Like, what if you're not wonderful or you're not special? What if you're just a normal guy? Like if your son, if your son <laughs> told you that, like <laughs> you'd be like, all right. Like I give up on all my dreams right away. If, if a kid told me that a kid, your kid tells you that. Yeah. You're not sensational. You're just an average guy. I'd be like, oh, oh, from the mouth of babes. Like, if you said that to me, I'd be like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Rebecca>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're fucking joshing with me, buddy. Uh, yeah. uh, kid says, like, my niece or nephew were like, Craig, you're not anything special. <laughs> what if you just had to get a job? Yeah. What if you just have to have a job? And you go, oh, oh, boy. No, 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 no. Yeah, no. You that you take that to heart. You take that to heart. Because kids one. are honest. Yeah. <laughs> kids like you know what I mean when they're given like I don't mean kids are don't lie. Okay. Yeah. But kids don't lie when they're saying shit like that. No. That yeah. is that's straight from the barrel, buddy. That there's, is. <laughs> there's yeah. You haven't learned deep, deep cruelty yet. So there's no way that you're saying that to piss somebody off. No, no, you no, just that's know uncut. honesty. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's that is that is I got honesty. Um, I know that it's a children's movie and I know there's lots, but I, I do need to point out one <laughs> absolutely massive plot hole in this. <laughs> I'm so excited. And okay, this, yeah. this this involves me going online and doing research. Oh, good. Okay. Um, all about sunsets. Ooh, okay. So the rules of this are is that you have to be back inside the mm-hmm. museum at sunset, or sorry, by sunrise, um, because, you know, that's when you turn back. The magic is broken or whatever. Okay. Fine. Yep. Um, presumably it happens at sundown. So sundown to sun up, uh-huh. right? These things come alive. They go up. Here's the problem. New York City experiences winter. Okay. <laughs> And as Canadians, we know that the length of a day oh. does not stay the same. No, it does not. Do you know what time the uh, uh, American Museum of Natural City, uh, uh, Natural <laughs> History in New York City closes, Rebecca? What's that? 5.30 p.m. Okay. Do you know what time the sun sets in New York City? Then I have a guess. Like November to like uh, January, the sun is setting at 4:30 p.m. That's so funny. Which means that there is a full hour of overlap where everything is coming alive when these doors are still open. (laughs) I fucking love that you looked that shit up, dude. That's so funny. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, you're right. I'm sure they're. (laughs) They're I love. Can you imagine? How chilling it would be if your kid turned to you and was like, listen, I found a bit of a plot hole. Do you know that? <laughs> <laughs> like if they just had that knowledge off the dome, that'd be so fucking crazy. <laughs> the sun sets at 4.30 p.m. in New York City during the winter solstice. I really though. didn't think you were going to say that. That's great. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I was saying, <laughs> yeah. why was I thinking about time zones and uh, yeah. daylight savings? I don't know. I love, okay. And to, to speak on that of just like, the when the sun comes up they just like disintegrate into dust or whatever all i kept thinking when that because that scene's supposed to be like so sad like this right. that's so sad that cave that wax caveman is no more and all i kept thinking was look at that sweet sweet relief oh oh, oh. <laughs> sweep me up with a street sweeper baby i'm out okay like yeah. i would love that <laughs> absolutely and that guy spent every night for the last 50 years trying to start a fire you know? Yes. Like yeah, that's yeah, his yeah. one goal. All the rest is just like if I can. He probably thinks if I can set this fire, yep. the gods will release me from whatever sweet hell that I am in, 
It's like a Sisyphean? Sisyphus. You were asking the wrong lady over here. You know, the guy, the rolling the boulder up the hill. Yeah, yeah. Sisyphusian. Oh, that's not a... That's not a good word. You all know what I mean. Yeah. That Greek mythology, the guy rolling the yeah. ball. Up the hill. Uh, but it's that for them. Every night, they've got to try and accomplish the single task, and it's got to be pure hell. Yeah. No, there's no part of me that could like that. And you're being locked up. Like, you're basically in a zoo that you're only aware of. Yeah. I, I don't know. It, yeah. it just, it, it seems like eternal hell to me. Um, just to, and, and, just because I saw this note and I'm going to just say one more thing about the instructions because I know we disagree. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know we disagree. Okay. But I will say the difference in my opinion between like giving, getting a manual at work and what he was given. Okay. If, first of all, if anybody hands me instructions that looks like an old timey map, I'm probably going to read them. Okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'll We've got edges like this is, this is interesting information for sure in some capacity. And you're right. Handwritten, handwritten does distinguish a little bit. And one more note that I really want to make. Okay. And this is my biggest point is that some of this shit is really in red. <laughs> and if you see something, any kind of instructions. Okay. If I'm reading the instructions, I just bought new Bluetooth fucking headphones. Okay. Right. If I see something written in red, I read it. <laughs> okay. I don't read the instructions for shit and I read everything yeah. in red. Yeah. You're okay. like, warning, do not swallow. You're like, okay, I wasn't yeah, going yeah. to, but now I know. I the can't. lions will eat you <laughs> is in red and you need to know that. Yeah. <laughs> you that's a that's a need to know situation. Okay. Yeah, the insanity that some of these things could flat out murder you is is nuts. Yes. It's nuts. And I will agree with Larry on this. I know we know he, we say he's a terrible dad and he's bad at his job, mm. but he says this job is not worth 11.50 an hour. Oh, well that is true. That is true. Yeah, that's that factual. is you are being massively underpaid. To be fair, 11. the director doesn't know that. <laughs> yeah. 11.50 uh an hour and paying manhattan rents because his yeah. wife won't let him move to queens or i guess he's from brooklyn i guess that's yeah. that's but anyway i just think excellent. i think her argument was more fully this if we say she's even like a villain in the sense that she's pushing back on him or whatever like which i don't think she no is. i don't think she is and the the one note she keeps hitting and she's absolutely accurate on is stability yes this kid needs to and she even says she's like listen like just like if you need like some time to figure it out, like we'll just keep him here for a bit. You can come visit or whatever, but like just figure your shit out and we can pick this up where we left off again. But you got to figure your shit out. Yep. And these are all very reasonable, very reasonable and fair requests. They also have like, it seems like they have a good rapport together. Like they, you know what I mean? They they're, give each other a little fine. kiss yeah. when they show up. Like things are okay. Like there's not like, it's not like a rocky road here. Yeah. Yeah, they're doing okay. She's a really nice mom. She is. She <laughs> this is. kid's got some good shit going on. He does, aside and he from needs his stability. shitty dad. Yes. <laughs> there I understand why she divorced him. Yes. Yes. And one more note that I would just really like to make for uh the director, like the Dr. McPhee there. Yes. Um, which what a silly name. Anyway, <laughs> Dr. McPhee. He um he does something that like no bosses do and I love it. And it's such a like, how could you even view this man as a villain from this point on? Okay. okay. Like and it's at the very end of the movie. So he firmly fires Larry because the, the museum is destroyed. It's just right. Okay. It's absolutely fucking wrecked. Okay. Like we've had a bunch of, it's a real cat in the hat situation with no cat. Right. <laughs> okay. Like nobody's cleaning this shit up. There's no fast, whatever. There's no magic to this. We barely got any of this back. Okay. So then it gets covered on the news that like all this crazy shit was had like there's dino, there's T-Rex tracks leading up to the museum and there was like cavemen on the roof going nuts and they had all this footage and they thought it was this big marketing campaign. Yes. For the museum. Yes. So immediately after firing Larry, <laughs> he goes back out, sees the museum full Okay. Realizes that this marketing can in his mind, what is a marketing campaign by this man has worked and I'm going to, I'm willing to give you your job back. Oh, and I, and you disagree. I can tell, I, really I can see, hate that. oh, I love it. I love it because the amount of times, like, I just love when something to this man's view. Okay. okay. To this man's view, nothing's come alive. Nothing dangerous has happened here. Okay, this guy brought in a couple people. He had an idea. He went for it. 
Okay, I see what you're saying. You're saying that we reward that he went for it. That thing. he went showed beyond, initiative. showed his initiative, <laughs> and went beyond his job description. You you, you must reward. Uh, and yeah. he and he kind of eats because he literally just fired this man. And he comes back out and just very, it doesn't make a big thing about it. Just very silently gives him back the, the <laughs> fucking, why can't I think of the word? Job. The flashlight. <laughs> like he just gives him back the flashlight right. and that's kind of it. Like, it's like, you got your job back. You did it because like literally this place is going to close. Like, they're like, we can barely keep the doors open. He I, solved such a big problem for you. <laughs> Try to argue with Craig. Okay, <laughs> one, one. I know they're like the museum. No one visits the museum anymore. There is no uh, way in hell yeah. that the American Museum of Natural History is going to close. No, 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 no. Like, no. It's, like, like it's, it's, yeah. a, it's a fucking institution. The second thing is there is scope that's involved with going above and beyond. His job, the one that he was hired for, is to be the night watchman and make sure that that. Nobody steals shit or fucks up the displays. And he's fucked that up three nights in a row. The idea that you were like, when you go above and beyond in a way that absolutely violates what your original job was supposed to be, you're not even in the same department. You know what I mean? Like, you, now you're in promotions? No, you're the security guard. Ah, it's the man who thinks outside the bus. No, by trashing <laughs> the place. No, no, no. By trashing Villain the Villain was place. right. The boss was right to give him <laughs> a job back. Ah, damn it. <laughs> I'm telling you, damn man. Damn it, you're right. That's the name of the podcast. Is, I have to is. agree with you. I'm just no, I was so I was so mad at that. Yeah, I was so oh, mad. Oh, you hated it? I loved it. I was you like, hated it. <laughs> yeah, you trashed the place. You no, did the one it. thing you weren't mm-hmm. supposed to do. Like, if he had... Kept the museum in one piece and said, I've got an idea how to get more visitors in. Yeah, reward that. They opened that day. It couldn't have been that trashed. They got it cleaned <laughs> it was, up. Though. It was, though. Yes, good. but through movie magic, we get this cleaned up in like an hour. Fair. Dude, like yeah. that shit was ready to go. You clean up for one hour, but you're like, your whole, you look like a genius to everyone above you. But also, like, presumably the three guys got arrested. Right. Like you would not open the next day because the cops would be there being like there was a tried to be a massive theft at the museum last night. No, I thought everything went back. Everything did go back. Yeah. But like what happened think, to I those three guys? They're fine. They're out. They're bopping around. That's it. I think so. There was not. Oh, man, because that would have been the out that let you keep the job. You go, these three guys like, I'm tried trying to, to break remember into if there's the some museum. sort of take of just them, whatever. But I just think they're like. They get well. Dick Van Dyke gets brought back to the museum mm. by the uh, the uh, Attila the Hun. Um, <laughs> by the way, uh, he I don't know if you caught this. At a certain point, he's reading up. He's doing research, and the title of the book is "The Complete Idiot's Guide to Attila the Hun." And I think <laughs> that is just absolutely the funniest title. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. I I we never follow up on them, do we? What happens I'm to them? I'm actually like, am I, did I have a stroke? Like, was there a so scene a, that we missed? There's or? a chance that they uh, got imprisoned in the museum for all eternity. Uh. Well, that'd be great. They'd be super strong. Yeah. <laughs> super strong, super young. Uh, yeah, I don't know. That's a, man, it's kind of a fun movie. It is. Yeah, it's, it's fun. It's fine. It's like, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a kid's romp, right? It, there's a lot of like silliness. There's like, Little, oh, I love that scene where they're letting the air out of the guy's yeah, tire. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty, like there's some really f- cute stuff in yeah, this movie. Steve Coogan and Owen Wilson. Yeah, like the... there's some super cute scenes. Like I like that they team up and when they're walking back and it's yeah, like we yeah. made it. Like there's yeah, they did some stuff pretty well. Yeah, <laughs> there's some fun stuff for sure. Uh, anything else you want to share? Nah. We got it. <laughs> Time for our definitive ranking of how good the villains are. Uh, I'm going to go first. I've got the, uh, so, you know, uh, Teddy Roosevelt, uh, Theodore Roosevelt, uh, big character in this movie. So I did the Teddy Roosevelt scale. Nice. Everybody. Uh, so on a, a scale of overcoming childhood asthma through sheer force of will, uh, all the <laughs> way to uh, finishing his speech after being shot in the chest. Whoa, uh, yeah. All real things that he did. I'm going to give Dr. McPhee, uh, the Ricky Gervais character, uh, creation of uh, national parks uh, because all he wants is for you to leave these things the fuck alone. <laughs> is that that's so funny. much to Yeah, ask? that's great. <laughs> yeah, that's good. <laughs> so good. One. I've got uh, my scale is the uh, 
answers to the question I'm made of wax, Larry, what are you made of? <laughs> From mostly water to um, I'm actually three dads stacked on top of each other. <laughs> or sorry, three bad dads stacked on top of each other. I am going to give our um, our three elderly men a, uh, a I'm actually just a human collection of band t-shirts because maybe, guys, it might be time to grow up. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That's great. Uh, wonderful. And guys, we will get to our heroes and villains of the week in a second. But first, a couple ways that you can support the podcast. Uh, so first of all, uh, if you want to get in touch with us, uh, we're super easy to get in touch with. We're on all the socials, baby. Uh, we are on Twitter at VWR Podcast, on Facebook at Villain Was Right. And uh, you can check us out uh, in your email, your inbox. You can you can hit the draft new message thing and send us <laughs> a message. I got lost on the way here, but I got there. Uh, <laughs> Uh, you can get in touch with us at uh, villainwasright at gmail.com for uh, audience suggestions. If you have a movie that you think we might uh, want to check out uh, or would be good for this, uh, we do take suggestions and we uh, we try and get around to them when we can. Uh, yeah, and if you have a couple bucks to As always, on, we're on Patreon. You can hit us up on patreon.com slash right. Uh, guys, we've got bonus episodes. We've got audience choice. Uh, it's definitely going to be goofy movie, right? It's, it's getting there, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, guys, we've got some real heated debates on movies uh we've got some you you guys you got to be a part of this community it's so fun we have people sending us in comments it's great guys if you want some extra content we've got a huge backlog of bonus episodes we get loose we get fun uh and guys just thank you for if you're already on patreon with us thank you so much for that and if you're li just listening to this that's awesome too thank you so much for being a regular listener and guys, now it is time for our heroes and villains of the week. I've got a, I've got a hero. I've got a hero. Um, oh, nice. And it, it's just such a small story, but it just so much reminded me of Bag of Knives. <laughs> 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 it just reminded me so hard. Of, I was like, this has the, the exact same energy as Bag of Knives. Yeah. So I feel like I'm obligated <laughs> to talk about this. Okay, we have to. So um, my brother, I, I ended up doing a show in my hometown like a week and a half ago um in Lindsay Ontario and my brother was like my brother's been working in Toronto he's like why don't I come pick you up you can come hang out for a bit before the show and then we'll go together and I was like yeah that sounds great right so he comes over to my place and we're just like we're having a coffee we're having a chit chat first before we're gonna hit the road eating some food stuff whatever right my brother stands up and we're about to go and he's talking and talking and then all of a sudden he pulls a knife out of his pocket but not like a, not like a pocket, like a, like a nut, like a steak knife, <laughs> like a full ass steak knife from his front pocket. Okay. Of his jeans. Okay. What? Yes. I swear to God. Okay. So he pulls out a full steak knife from the front pocket of his jeans. And I'm like, uh, I'm sorry. Where did you just pull that? I have to ask. Right? I'm like, did you just pull that out of your pocket? And he goes, oh yeah. And I was like, what? Uh, <laughs> why do you have a knife? in your pocket and he goes oh last night i was uh i was i had to open the the uh bag of dog food so i just ripped it open with this knife and i guess i just put it back in my pocket and i'm like okay so that happened last night you woke up this morning put those jeans back on with a knife in the pocket drove to work had an entire work day drove to my house and then realized you had a knife in your pocket the whole time and then he goes and then, my, and then my boyfriend goes man you should probably just buy a pocket knife and my brother's response to that was every knife is a pocket knife no, it's not. <laughs> I was screaming I was oh. like man that's got a real bag of knives energy that is absolutely not the case not every knife is a pocket. No, of course it's not. Most knives no, are, and no are, knives. are strictly a no, knot. That's why they have its own category. Uh, yes. <laughs> it flips into itself. Anyway, he drove the whole way to Lindsay I with it in his pocket still. He put it right back in his pocket. I can't imagine. That would be all I would think about all day is like I'm going to sit down and stab myself in the leg. Every time I would think that. This man went... <laughs> Like also, basically it's terrible for your pants. Basically, like twenty four <laughs> hours with a knife in his pocket, <laughs> like <laughs> just like a steak knife in his pocket. Anyways, 
I laughed so hard and it really reminded me of Bag of Knives, so I yeah. thought I had to talk about it for sure. I, anyway, my brother is... is a hero because <laughs> my God. <laughs> I love that so much. Oh my God. Uh, fantastic. Um, yeah, so I have a, uh, I, I have a, uh, a villain of the week, uh, as, as we normally do. Probably should get more heroes in here. <laughs> anyway, um, no, but uh, just a little story. So uh, it was Cat and I's uh, anniversary um, not too long ago, and we decided, you know what, we're going to do. We are going to. Uh, we haven't, you know, been able to do literally anything for like two years, so we're like, let's treat ourselves. And we went down for the night to Niagara on the Lake. Oh my god, I'm so glad you didn't say murder suicide. No, I- <laughs> <laughs> little bit of yeah, we're just gonna like treat uh, ourselves. Yeah, yeah, a little murder suicide. Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> Sorry. Um, uh, uh, Niagara on the Lake. So yes. we went and we got like a room in a fancy hotel with like a nice like dinner package and all the rest. And it's just like it's one of those places where you're like. Uh, it's very fancy and it makes me slightly uncomfortable. Oh yeah. You know I, feel I, mean? you. I feel you. I feel you. So like we pull up and it's like valet parking and I'm oh. just like, I was like, well, this makes me feel uneasy, but this is what we got to do. Mm. Uh, and like I'm pulling up in the, in my 2013 Hyundai Elantra, fine car. But as you know, Rebecca, uh, it is parked under trees now these days oh, yeah. and it is absolutely <laughs> caked. Yeah. In, it's caked. In bird shit. <laughs> absolutely caked. So I pull up to the valet and I'm like, Oh, this again. And like Kat makes some joke about like, you know, saying to the valet, like, oh, you know, tell him that you counted the change in the the, the thing. That's funny. Yeah. Oh, uh, yo, that's actually, that's so funny. That's really funny. So I would never say that to <laughs> No, him. no, no, but, but that's I, really funny to exactly. suggest. But I was also going to be like, uh, oh, well, actually, sir, uh, I've, I've counted all the bird shit stains on the windshield and I'll know if any go missing. Like that's what I, the version I was going to do. That's great. Anyway, so then we go in. And it's like, uh, we're, we're checking into the hotel and it's very nice and everything. And then like the valet guys are like coming in the back door. Right. And I just overhear them talking. It's like, yeah, man, like somebody just pulled like a Lamborghini out of, up out front. And so the valets are like, yeah, I got to drive a Lamborghini. Yeah. And then the guy's like, oh, that's great. I just got to drive a Saturn. She's <laughs> like, oh, I'm the, I'm the guy they're not excited about. Um, but yeah, so like, you know, we got all dressed up for dinner and it was mm. nice. And like, you know, the kind of dressed up where, I'm constantly worried about someone being like, oh, that's not what fancy people wear. That's what people <laughs> who are pretending to be fancy <laughs> yes. wear. And I, I I, honestly would have felt so much more relieved if someone was like, you're just pretending to be fancy. And I'd be like, yes, absolutely. That is exactly <laughs> what we are doing. Uh, please just say it so I can get on with the rest of my yeah. night. But anyway, that's all just like, it was really nice. We sit down. It's a great meal. Um, and of course, I, I, I'm eavesdropping because that's what I do in, you know, people watching in public. So like, you know, when cats going to the bathroom and whatnot. So there's this table not too far from us, guy and a girl, this nice couple. And I'm kind of just listening to them. And they're talking to the sommelier, right? Who's like recommending wines. Cause if you're not aware, Niagara and the Lake is like wine country in Ontario. Like it's, it's uh, kind of their thing. So they're talking about wines and stuff. And I was like, oh, this girl knows how to talk about wine. I do not. <laughs> right? <laughs> and uh, they pick their bottle and he comes back. And then a few minutes later, um, she calls a sommelier back over and is like, actually, this isn't quite what I wanted. Um, like, I don't think this will go well with fish and whatnot. And I'm just like, oh, oh are you sending this back? Are you sending yeah. this back? And I was like, no, don't do Like, oh, this makes me so uncomfortable. And, uh, you know, when the sommelier goes like, okay, well, we'll try something else and we'll bring it to you. And then the boyfriend goes like, and, you know, we're, we're going to get both bottles. Like, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll pay for both. It's like, mm-hmm. are you sure? He's like, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, okay. And then he turns to her and he goes, no, you know what? Good for you. Standing up for what you want. You know what you yeah. want and you should get it. That's good. And I was like, oh, you're right. I judged a little bit there. Mm. You know, I judged a little too harshly. Yeah. Yeah. She should stand up for what she wants uh, and she should get what she needs. And I was like, okay. That's I feel a me. turn coming. That's on me. Yeah. So then uh, <laughs> like night's the going on and like Kat and I are like a <laughs> little deep into it. We're into like dessert and stuff now. And then Cat uh, goes to the bathroom once again. So I'm just like sitting there by myself and I'm just like listening. And she's talking about how she's going to open this space in Toronto. And she's just going to like open this space. And it's going to be like this like community thing. And, uh, and like that artists can just come and like display their work. And she goes, uh, and you know, like artists will just do that for free. 
because uh, they just want to do <laughs> no, it. And I'm just no. like, no, pay your artist. Oh, pay screaming. Your artist. Like, I wanted no. to scream it across the room. So yeah. I was right about her. <laughs> I was right about her. She is the villain. Pay uh, your artist, yeah, everybody. That's fucking crazy to say out loud. That's crazy. You know, they'll just do it for free. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. They'll just do it for free. I'm like, so you're opening a place and you're just going to so. make money off of it somehow and not pay your Anyway. Insane, insane. That's my villain of the that's week. That's so it's funny. It's kind of fun. It's a fun weekend away, really. Yeah, that's nice. Yep. That's very nice. And congratulations on an anniversary. Oh, thank you very much. Brilliant. Well, guys, um, as always, uh, if you want to follow me, you can follow me at Rebecca Reeds, R-E-B-E-C-C-A-R-E-E-D-S on any platform of your choosing. Yeah, absolutely. And you can follow me at Craig Fay Comedy on Facebook, Twitter, also CraigFay.com if you want to sign up for my newsletter to hear about upcoming shows. And speaking of upcoming shows, uh, next week as this comes out, uh, I will be at Absolute Comedy in Ottawa. Um, MCing, I will be there May 17th through the 22nd. So go ahead and uh, check that out if you're around. And uh, that does it for us this week on The Villain Was Right. Uh, next week, it's audience choice. Um, unless something really massive changes <laughs> in the next little bit. Technically, this poll is still open, but it is absolutely a landslide for a Goofy movie. <laughs> yeah. We had we had page we had a patron comment on it: a Goofy movie or we riot. <laughs> Uh, I would love to see what a riot would look like, but I, I exactly. You know. So it's like so unless a lot of you have signed up in the next uh, day or two uh, and voted this down, um, it's going to be a goofy movie next week. Uh, really looking forward to that. And until then, this is the villain was right, reminding you not to touch the exhibits. <laughs> <laughs> The Villain Was Right is produced by Andrew Ivamy as part of the From Superheroes Network. For more great podcasts like this, as well as webcomics, articles, and so much more, visit FromSuperheroes.com. <laughs>